Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. It is Taz and the Moose with you here on this Thursday morning on CBS Sports Radio. Number to call 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. Mike beat across the way. Uh, bogus your updates as we got an hour left to play with here, Taz, uh, for your listening pleasure. Right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 Pacific here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, yes, uh, locked in, loaded, rocking and rolling, uh, doing our thing. It's just, you know, it's the that's how it is here. These shows that we do every single day, they fly by, Moose. It's because love is in the air. There's a full love fest here. It's it's a manly love of all of us, yes. all of us on this team. It starts with you and it starts with I. Uh, you and I, we are the reason why there's love here in the air. Yeah, no question. We so, always set know, the tone every single day. So Radio.com, Apple Podcast. Don't forget that. Well, so, I was just uh, fixing to do that. Radio.com, you got to promote. You got to promote. Got to promote it because it's great. Got it, no doubt. We love them. We appreciate all the support. Um, yeah. the, the download numbers, as we've known now, um, are, are fantastic. <laughs> too much. Yes, they are. <laughs> Yes, they are. Actually, no, we were notified that of yesterday. Yeah, we yeah. Pre- I, I say that in Please. in all honesty. The download, no, they are, they are the, great. Yeah, the I'm download numbers are uber successful. They are. We're, we're, they've been. I'm laughing because Moose is is a little inside stuff we can't get into. <laughs> that Moose just he had to get me what, but it's just it's okay. I, I understand. So that's why I'm laughing. No, you're right. The download numbers are great. But yeah. Yes, and okay. we appreciate you guys doing that each and every day. Download the podcast, uh, Taz. As we hit the guest line, kick it off this hour and. Uh, Welcome aboard, uh, Jason Terry, longtime NBA guard, um, a great player in the NBA, clutch player in the NBA, big-time three-point shooter, Arizona star as well, now a member of the Big Three, uh, and we'll chat about the Big Three a little bit about the association as well. Hey, Jason, Taz and the Moose with you. We certainly appreciate a couple minutes this morning, buddy. Thanks a lot, Jace. What's up, man? No problem. Good morning. All is well. All right. There man. you go, Jason. There you go. Uh, you know, How's the Big Three treating you? Our big three life is great. Uh, Q, man, it, it just did a phenomenal job with the league, CBS, uh, giving us a platform to go out there and showcase our talents uh, once again in front of all our fans and, and put on a great show in some great cities that have been giving us love for a long time in the NBA. That's awesome, Jess. I got to ask you another bit about the big three. So, how's Kenya Martin as your coach, man, for the trilogy squads? He's the toughest coach as uh, as he was a player on the court. Yeah, he's pretty tough as a coach, man. The guy has mandatory breakfasts, mandatory shooting wow. rounds. Right. I told him, hey, man, I retired from the league to get rid of all that stuff. <laughs> and here we are doing it all over again. But, no, team's been great, That's man. That's cool. Yeah. And hopefully we can perform a little better than we did in that game one. All yeah, right. and that's fair, Jason. For, for the basketball fan that, you know, flips on and checks out, you know, the big three this weekend, what should they expect? What, what do you – uh, what do you want to give the basketball fan that are going to be tuning in and watching the product? Well, one, you want to, we're giving great entertainment, but two, you're getting a tough brand of physical basketball. is half court. So 
So the uh, dimensions are a little bit smaller than what you're used to, uh, but it's still exciting. Uh, it's high energy. Uh, and, again, the physicality is what I had to make a, a big adjustment to out of game one. Uh, but I'll be ready in the jet whipping and flying around this weekend in Charlotte. Hey, uh, so, so Jace, how do you think, uh, if we shift gears to the NBA here, how, how do you think like, Jimmy Butler, if it would work out, uh, how he would gel or mesh with, with Paul and, and James Harden uh, for the Rockets? Well, obviously, uh, James uh, Harden and Paul, from everything we've heard, are already having a hard time uh, with the chemistry and the dynamic of two guys that are very ball-dominant. Uh, Jimmy Butler's another guy that needs the ball in his hands to be effective. But what they do get on a positive note, if it happens, is they get a lockdown defender, a two-way player, uh, that can also shoulder some of the lower offensively when one of those two guys are off the floor. So not a bad idea. Uh, you see now three stars works in Golden State. I think, you know, you just watch LeBron in his career when he was in Miami, they had three stars. So three stars are definitely better than one. And uh, you got to have talent in this league to win, but you also have to have chemistry. And uh, if they can get the chemistry together, which we know is going to be tough, right. uh, then they're definitely going to be a tough team to beat. Well, that's fair. And, Jason, I think that's what my my partner was hitting upon. I mean, certainly you look at you want to add more and more talented players, right? You're going to be better off as a team for it. But do you think their personalities, Harden, Paul, and Butler, of what you know, do you think their personalities can mesh together? It's going to be tough. I mean, you got three alpha dogs, three guys that are, are in their prime, three guys, well, obviously Chris Paul is a little – past his prime, but they still all-star high NBA, um, all-NBA type players. I, I just think it's just tough. I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to take a lot of sacrifice, and I just don't know if you know those guys at this point in their career are willing to make that sacrifice. But if the ultimate goal is winning a championship, then that sacrifice is going to have to be made to a man. Right. Well said. Well said. Uh, Jace, you know, you played your final two seasons with Giannis uh, in Milwaukee. So uh, what you saw from him this year, uh, new level, next level, break it down, for, if you don't mind, from an expert's uh, opinion. Well, Giannis embodies all the characteristics of an NBA superstar. The hard work, the mentality, um, the willingness to study the game and then implement what he studied into the game every each and every night when he steps on the floor, and then the mindset of going out and doing whatever it takes for his team to win. Uh, he's selfless. Uh, he's a guy that, like I said, I played with two guys, three guys actually that embodied those characteristics. Dirk with the work ethic, he did it by example. Mm. Kevin Garnett, the passion, the energy, and enthusiasm which he played on every single night, practice and games, and then the mindset of a Jason Kidd, the ability to see the play before the play happens. Um, when you talk about Giannis, he will own this league, and he's already done so in year four. I mean, look at how fast he's developed. You've never seen a guy at seven feet uh, play with the force and the physicality of a Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's going to continue to get better. The jump shot will come. I'm telling you now, he's a student of the game, right. and he's a tireless worker. And so that part of his game will develop and he's going to dominate for years and years to come. Jason Terry joining Taz and myself. Uh, Taz of the Moose here on this uh, Thursday morning. Jason now with the Big Three. Uh, trilogy captain action this weekend. 
uh, down Charlotte. You can check out all the action on CBS as well. And we're talking a little bit about the association. NBA free agency gets going on Sunday night at 6 o'clock Eastern time, Jason. You know, Taz and I have talked a lot about Kyrie Irving. Um, and, 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 Jason, you're familiar with Boston. Are you surprised, right, after he – you know, pushed his way out of Cleveland, which he had, you know, every right to do. The Celtics acquire him. You thought, all right, this is going to be a match made in heaven. He's got his own team. He's got young guys. Uh, it's a historic franchise. It's a passionate fan base. Are you surprised it didn't work for Kyrie up in Beantown? Uh, very, very surprising that it didn't work. And, you know, the Celtics had great success when they had less talent when those two guys, Hayward and Urban, were out. And that's because they relied on each other. The ball moved. and They understood that, hey, we got to do it together, collectively as a unit. But when you have a talent as a Kyrie Urban who, who needs the ball in his hands and can primarily almost win you a game by himself, then it becomes hard. You know, less opportunities for all the other guys. And so guys just weren't in a good rhythm all season long. And so – you know, Brad Stevens, great coach. I actually, you know, had several interviews this offseason to join his staff. He obviously went in a different direction. But I felt if I went in there, I, I could help them. Because one thing you have to have is you have to have a relationship with all the guys in that locker room and get them to understand that, hey, we got to play for each other. And I just don't think right now in Kyrie's Irving career that he's developed that skill set yet because he still feels as if, he can control the game and take it over by himself. Uh, once he acquires that skill set, that mindset, then he will go to the next level and be one of the best point guards in our league. You know, Jason, but to play off that a little bit, if you are a team looking to sign Kyrie Irving in free agency, is there a concern that he might never acquire that skill set? Well, de- definitely a concern, and that's why as uh, management – you have to put the right personnel around him, a veteran group, a group of guys that understand, like, hey, he's our guy. We'll do all the little things. Almost the, the mindset of the Philadelphia 76 when they had Allen Iverson. Uh, he has the same type of skill set uh, as AI, um, probably just as dynamic, uh, but from a skill set, you know, they put veteran guys, Eric Snow, Matumbo, uh, McKee, guys that – you know, didn't need the ball and understood that, hey, we'll play the defense, we'll get the rebound, we'll get it to you. And then from a leadership standpoint, they understood, hey, you know, he might not come to practice all the time. He might not be in the greatest mood all the time. But we'll shoulder the brunt of the leadership role and uh, we'll just let him hoop. Because when you let Kyrie Irving just hoop, we know he's one of the best guys uh, in the league. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about that, Jason. Uh Let's shift gears a little bit, man, to uh, another great player in Kawhi Leonard. You know, um, so what do you think? Your your opinion? You know, you hear all the scuttlebutt. You know, does he stay in Toronto with the Raptors? You know, just just you know, just won it all, obviously. Or does he head home to Southern California and and get with the L.A. Clippers? What do you think is going to go down with him? You know, if if I were Kawhi and I was in issues, and you know, I was not given the same opportunities to come back and fight with the same group of guys uh, that won a championship. I would stay in Toronto. You know, when you accomplish your ultimate goal as a team on a journey with the guys, I mean, it's just a special bond that is forged. And if you watch Kawhi Leonard and what that group of guys did this year, I mean, how could you not go back? I mean, we know financially it's it's the best opportunity for them. Uh, The chemistry, you know, chemistry is something that has to happen organically, and and I thought it happened for them, you know, rather quickly. It's hard to do in one year. And they were able to accomplish that. 
So you can just imagine if they bring that same group of guys back next year, how tough of a team they'll be in an Eastern Conference that we know is not as good and as tough as the West. So for him to go out West, I mean, this is going to be a tough road to hold. But at the same time, he's been in San Antonio all his career. Now he's went to Toronto. He may want to go back home and play in front of friends and family. But one thing I can tell you, and I never played at home for the Seattle Sonics, but every time I went back, it is tons and tons of pressure. you got a lot of people pulling and tugging on you from different directions. And so I just don't know if Kawhi is ready for that. But if there's anybody, you've seen it. He is just a different dude. Yeah. I don't think anything phases him. And, uh, he, he's one of the toughest competitors we have in this. Yeah, he's real yeah. deal, man. Real yeah, deal. He, he yeah. really is. And, and Jason, so your advice to Kawhi then would be remain in Toronto. And Taz and I both think he stays yeah. there when push comes to shove. Based on a lot, what have you just said in terms of you know, just won a championship? It's hard to leave that team. Going through the Eastern Conference. I mean, just ask LeBron James. But let me ask you from a Durant perspective now. Torn Achilles. Right, he's in New York. His his team is here in New York. Had the surgery in New York. You know, is one out in Golden State. We know they're not the same team with Golden State. The Warriors can pay him that five year supermax contract. What would be your advice to Kevin Durant, who seems to have an inkling to play on the East Coast, whether it be Brooklyn or with the Nets or Madison Square Garden with the Knicks? Well, very very similar uh, because those that group of guys was on the path to being one of the greatest teams we've ever seen in basketball history, period, other than the you know the late Boston Celtics era. Uh, these guys were building a dynasty. Uh, what they've accomplished at this point is historic, and now you're hurt. So when you're hurt to be up, to move, to change cities, to change teams, I mean, your focus now because you're injured should solely be focused on getting healthy, getting back out there on the court, and being productive. Now you throw in another distraction of moving, changing teams, changing trainers. It's just too much. And now you, if, instead of a one-year time period, now you're looking at one and a half, two. And at this point in career, do you want to waste time? Because one thing we know about time, you don't get it back. And so right. for me, I would stay right and go and stay where I'm most comfortable. And then when he comes back as well, how much of a low can he shoulder you know, not 100%. Because he'll never be 100% again. That Achilles injury is one of the worst you can have as a professional basketball player. So I stay right there in Golden State. I know I got Steph. Hopefully they can get Clay back, who's also, also struggling from injury. Um, and then also Draymond Green. But, you know, you keep that core together, and they're going to be tough again for years to come. Yeah, no, no, they're legit for sure, Jason. And sticking on the topic of – uh, of KD, because I want to ask you something else, because you just kind of hit up on, you know, being there, and, and, and Moose and I were talking earlier, and I want to see what you think, man, on this from an expert's per opinion as a former player. Like, as far as the training staff, you know, with this injury, he's going to be out and down with this Achilles for quite some time, and he's been dealing with the calf thing. Maybe it was Achilles. He's been dealing with the training staff. My point in, in long-winded form, is do you feel that there's, uh, like what I was saying earlier, the Moose was like, you know, there's a comfortability with Kevin Durant and the training and medical staff with Golden State as opposed to if he goes to another team, Brooklyn or wherever. Now, and he's got a rehab with a new group of people. I know every NBA team's equipped medically and trainer-wise. I know that. But you think that some of that plays into it too because he's comfortable there as far as his rehab with the right trainers and doctors? Yeah, I, I believe so. And if you watch what that staff did, they've take a tr taken a tremendous knock, the staff and the, the medical staff and, and management, uh, for 
supposedly pressuring him and trying to come back. We know Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's a competitor. He wanted to get back out there in some way, shape, fashion, or form and help his team win. And so he entrusted that staff to get him back as quickly as possible. I think they were all on the same page. And I think that relationship with them, knowing they did everything humanly possible to get him back out there, they gained his trust. And so, I mean, obviously they didn't want to see him get hurt. He did. But there's a relationship there, a bond that has been forged that I think, you know, is kind of inseparable. And and I think that is another reason why he won't be back. You know, Jason, do you, do you love Kemba's game? Will you look at uh, what he's been able to do, a dynamic scoring guard at Charlotte. He hits free agency as well Sunday night at 6 o'clock. There's you know, your former team, two of your former teams, Dallas and Boston, uh, are reportedly both interested in, in bringing Kemba Walker aboard. Um, where do you think the best landing spot for Kemba would be? Love Kemba, love his game. I mean, a dynamic scoring point guard, um, hits big shots, very efficient shooter. You know, I would love to see him shift in gears and, and, and head away from Charlotte uh, at this particular point. You just don't know the direction. Uh, that Charlotte is going in. Obviously, they'd love to build around him, but they haven't shown and proven through free agency that they can build a team. Now, you know Jordan's a competitor. He's going to try all he can do, but is that a, a market for him? Love to see him go back home to New York. I mean, to see Kimba Walker play on that stage and that market would be tremendous. To see him in Dallas alongside Luka Doncic. One thing about Kimba Walker, because of his size, he needs to be paired with another guy in the backcourt that is, is a little bit bigger than him, a little bit more physical, that can guard the bigger guards, and that can also allow him to play off the ball because of his ability to score. You know, Jason, I, you're with the big three now, and uh, and we wish you all the success. i, I got to ask you about the Mavs, though, and your run down in Dallas. I love those teams. And, you know, I, I grew up a lifelong Knicks fan, so I, and I was, I'm not old enough to remember their last championship, but – you know, I never rooted so hard for a team in an NBA Finals than I did for your Dallas Mavs team when they knocked off LeBron in the heat. Uh, nothing against LeBron or anything else. I just thought I was happy for the your group and that squad, and obviously uh, led by Dirk and and the complimentary pieces around him. I mean, that was a that that Dallas run and that Dallas team that year. That was a fun team to watch. Man, epic run for us. I just think you know for the city of Dallas. Uh, Feeling that defeat we had in 05-06, being up 2-0, and then being able to come back, play the same Miami franchise, not the same players. D-Wade was on that team, but to, to beat LeBron and all the hype that they had uh, going into that season, it was, it was just epic, man. Epic, epic for me. Uh, the only thing I would say was we did not get a chance to defend our title because of the lockout, and we didn't bring back the same roster. But, you know, one time in my lifetime that I will never forget and uh, I think we're transcending the game. If you look at the way the game is played now, ball movement, play movement, you know, stretch four with Dirk, one of the greatest that we've ever seen at that position. Um, you know, guys emulated that style. And I just think, like, right now, the way the game is headed, you know, they took a page out of our book, and the game is in a greater place uh, for that. Oh, they certainly did. I mean, and, and you guys kind of led the way. And, and you mentioned Dirk before. I mean, I think he's the greatest shooting big man this sport has ever seen. I don't think I've ever yeah, – I know he's not a center. I, I know he's a power forward. But I don't, I don't think I, I, I've ever seen a better pure shooter for a man his size than Dirk Nowitzki. No, not at all. If, if anybody can, you know, 
even think about an argument, it would be Kevin Durant at the same height. Um, but again, Dirk transcended the position. If you look at when he came into that position in that era, in the era before him, you had power forwards, um, Carl Malone, um, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan. You know, none of those guys had the range of a Dirk Nowitzki. And uh, playing alongside of him, and I just know how much work he put in, how much passion he put into the sport. And I'm forever indebted uh, to Dirk and his career and what he did for me as a Dallas Maverick. Uh, and you were great. You were a great NBA player, Jason. Big Three continues the 2019 season this Saturday, uh, June 29th in Charlotte uh, at the Spectrum Center. <laughs> Hop online. Tickets are available. Big3.com slash tickets. Uh, and games and the broadcast on CBS and CBS Sports Network, everything gets going uh, at high noon Eastern time uh, on Saturday. Hey, Jason, we appreciate the time. You're fantastic. Continued success. Good luck with the big three. We hope to get you on again soon, and thanks for your perspective. Thanks a lot, Jason. Appreciate you. Anytime. Take care. Take care, man. There you go. And uh, and Terry was a winning player. Was at Arizona. uh, Was in the NBA. Um, it was a clutch shooter as well. There's a lot to get into and gave you a great perspective. And his advice, interesting, his advice to Durant, stay in Golden State. Yeah, yeah. His advice to Kawhi Leonard, stay in Toronto. And he also said, you know, he mentioned Seattle. He said, you know, didn't play for the Seattle Supersonics. But whenever he went and played in Seattle, the draw, everyone says, I want to go home. I want to go home. He said, well, be careful because when you go home, <laughs> there's a pull and a draw from everybody around you when you go back home. Right, exactly. So sometimes it's nice to be away. Yeah, sometimes it's nice to be away. We can relate. <laughs> I, I can relate. And again, I wouldn't mind if this studio was in my basement. That wouldn't. Uh, that, I'd have to have these other guys here to come. You know. We'd all bunk in. No. Yeah, we'd have to all bunk in. You're right. Yeah, we'd show have. up. I'm working on doing an outdoor one of my one of my uh, ah, whatever. <laughs> no, go ahead. What are you working on? I'm working on an outdoor. I got um one of my pool houses. I'm working on making it a humidor. I told you that. All right, Pilati, Good luck with that remodel, by the way. <laughs> Keep, stop, keep watching those YouTube videos. Uh, come on, <laughs> and, and I'm working on making a, a, a dual exo- a, a, a studio and a, and a humidor. I'm going to record podcasting while I'm smoking cigars in a pool house that's converted that Pete's working on uh, in this construction type thing that I'm doing. Sounds healthy. It sounds awesome. Yeah. Just so broadcast while I'm coughing. <laughs> right. <laughs> At 70% humidity. <laughs> Do the whole thing and not Paulson with cedar. You You got to get cedar. Taz, you look like you're you lost some weight. (laughs) Why? I sit there with a plastic around me. I just sweat all day long and smoke cigars while I'm podcasting. Seventy percent humidity. Doing the Taz, sweating my ass off, smoking a big Maduro. I'm drenched. (laughs) I got a Guinness. Uh, I won't let Pete in. He's outside. Let me in. I want to smoke a cigar. Get out of here, Bellotti bum. We got the uh, we got uh, a little bit of a mix. We got the three coming for your uh, way yeah. next. Coming up later on the hour, Reed Forgrave is going to join us. We'll get the latest ramblings and ramblings and rumors in the NBA. A little more NBA talk on this show. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's rare. Yes, that's, jeez. It's CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're 
listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Ah, yes. A good Thursday morning. Taz and the Moose with you. What? It's the timing. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. I walked outside to go to the men's room. I was usually show prepping during the breaks. And um, and then uh, it's like a, I mean, God, it's the, the the joy of the next show, the DA show is unbelievable. Andrew's out there mucking it up. Oh, yeah. I said to Pete, the jocularity is crazy out there. Really? Everyone's into it? Oh, my God. The pre-show that these guys have, it's like the, awesome. The king has arrived? It's like you, you, it's like you want to, it's like you almost want to be part of that show. Like, I'm almost jelly, jealous I'm not part of the show. It's like the fun they what? have. All pre-show, it's like when we're here. It's like it's a little bit different. Well, the, the violence your, in the air. Your pre-show is really hot from like five to five thirty. That's the peak pre-show window. No one talks it to each other. It comes down at five thirty or so. You guys, it's like it's early in the morning. Yeah, to be fair. That's <laughs> true. It's just really, really early. Yeah, there's no talking. No, like and if to we be f- all got in now, we I think there'd be. It's just really hard on all fronts that early. It's like a party out there, Moose. And I know you were in here Everyone, prepping, and Evans out there no, with I was them. Actually, and, go in the bathroom. I didn't pick up on it. <laughs> trying to put you over. Well, I'm just saying, right. like, it's like real, everyone has to go to the bathroom at some point. I hear. No, it's like, and it's Otherwise, like a big party. Wrong with they you. got show crossovers. They're all hanging out, laughing. It's we're jocularity. Just it's unbelievable. Just all buddies. What yeah. a workplace environment. I know. I, I, like, I'm like Taz and the Moose show. We're fine. Stop no. analyzing. No, we're great on the air. We're fine. It's we're just fine. like off the air. We got to work what on getting people happy around what us. What are we supposed to work the room? I, no. I am in a good mood. No, no, I don't. I know you're in a good mood. I'm not saying you're not in a good mood. Nine o'clock. I'm saying. See, <laughs> see now it's yeah. a party. Yeah. All right. Joe. We love every mic. I appreciate everything you do, Pete. I appreciate you. I love you guys. Mark Belusis, you're the best. Mark Belusis. You know I love you. Well, maybe you should bring that attitude at at 5.30 in the morning. 5 a.m., yeah. I love everyone. Andrew Bogus is the great anchor. Thank you. I love it. I love everyone here. Mark Chernoff, an amazing program. Everyone's great. We have a great crew. (laughs) What did Pete say? I said, Mark Chernoff, you're a great program director. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. 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 Uh, a boy can dream. Well, no, you can get. That's, we, that's not. That's not what happens here. Well, no, nope. but we can get there. You think so? Probably After not. Two years. No. How many? What are we, Eighteen months and three days. What are we up to, Moose? You got I don't, I don't know. I don't know the Come exact on, you age. Know. I don't. You do, I don't. Do. I really don't. No. I mean, I'm just. Right. I mean, we're almost at nineteen months. Yeah. There you go. I told you. I'm saying two years. I'm saying nineteen months. So whatever. It don't matter. Listen, we're, we're you know, give or take. We're just trying to get people around us happier. Okay. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Okay. I am happy. Not you. I think Mike's happy. All right. Pete's no, happy. It's, uh, P- Bogish is happy. Everyone's in their own space. I feel like they deal with us. I think after a couple of coffees and people wake up a little bit. If the second one using on Taz and the Moose, everything's fine. I think we're fine every day. What what exactly do you want to have happen? 
I want more joy. Have an omelet station when people walk in at 5 o'clock. Oh, great. Handing out mimosas and Bloody Marys. Don't get egg whites. Maracas. Maracas. Thanks, Moose. The I, I didn't know. I didn't. Re- I but was, you weren't looking at me. You're no. staring at uh, Mike Basaglia. I was, I was trying to because I was trying to say something, and uh, you were and interrupting my me hands sh- and saying, "What? What is this? What is this? I don't. I don't know what that is. I, right. I don't know. Maracas. 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 We would give out maracas. That's a good idea. No, that'd be annoying. No. Maybe okay. like Maybe blow not. up saxophones nope. in neon colors. <laughs> no, that'd be. What are we a DJ at a exactly? All the maracas make sense. But it does sound like you're jealous. Why are you jealous? I'm competitive. I'm not jealous. No, that is no. I'm competitive, Moose. You know that about me. I'm but, competitive, and because well, those guys well, are having fun on the next show, and we're not. I mean, all fair, all fair. How do we not? How do we not have fun? Have you been here before the show starts? Well, yeah, I've been here. It's gloom and I know. I'm it's. I don't think it's. I, mean, I don't think it's gloom and doom. No. I look no, at Mike. Shaking. No. Mike's agreeing with Moose. Here I, I do agree with Moose. I. I mean, you're very negative. I, I, w- I would say I've I've been. Maybe you um, should take that negative energy and and flush it down and the email somebody. What the hell? Hey. No, it's so just, very just, negative. It's just tough at five in the morning to act like that. It's, it's just not. Still call me negative. I'm not being impossible. negative. You are a little bit. I'm not. I just. I'm being. Uh, okay, Andrew, you can stop dancing. The, sorry. The, the music stop ended. Stop tapping the table. Yeah, it was in my it's head. annoying, dude. Stop. You'll be outside with DA in a few minutes. Relax. You'll be fine. Whatever, Moose. I just was trying to just bring up the point that I, I understand what Mike's saying, and you're saying it's early, you know, when we do our show, when we start our show prep, and we have our pre-show meeting. Yeah. I think it's more important what well, happens between six and nine. You could have all the energy in the world and yes, be happy as can right. be out in the hall, and then you come on the air. Well, and you well, right I'm just saying that's well, all. That I guess matters. I'm the only guy clapping. Oh, okay. That's important. Just, okay. That's I, right, Moose. I, I'm I got positive. It. I, I oh, think we yeah. have a great show. Let's go. I'm positive. I, I don't one clap. I don't. No, no. I'm not trying to clap. <laughs> he I, did one clap. I, I don't have an issue with anything. I, you, you seem to have an issue with. I, I don't look at what Da is doing in you know the meeting that they have in the Francesca Institute. I don't look at that and say that uh, no. you know that I'm, I'm jealous of that. Maybe we should have meetings with the staff in between segments. No, I, I no, no. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think we need to have more and more meetings. More meetings, though. No, no. <laughs> some people like meetings. About a year ago, the meetings went away. All right, that's fine. No problem. Did okay. they not? They Hello. Did. No, they did. They did. They I did. could do True. a podcast oh, on those yep, meetings. Yep. Yes. Right. Did. Those meetings did go away. Good point. Right. And those meetings, the majority <laughs> of them were about Evan Roberts' life. Oh. oh. You could just go out and hear Evan Roberts talk. Speak about that. How about that, Mike? Is Isn't that, Mike going to get an? Uh, he's going to be doing. He's going to be double dipping, Mike. Right? Remember we got approached. Yes, yes, we did. Okay, I guess. I'm watching the game and yeah. enjoying myself. Well, Mike is going to do a, a Joe and Evan a produce a Joe and Evan show on the yeah. midday show. That was nice. You had Evan approach us. It's the way it should always happen. Well, we could do this on the air. He told me about it. I, I didn't know he. The, I, I, didn't, I didn't know he was approaching you. Yeah, well, he was I've a gentleman. Got, I thought I've Evan did no the right problem. thing. Evan did no, the right thing. No, no, I have no problem either. He approached you. It's, oh, okay. Evan well, yeah. was very professional. I was nice to him. No, that was nice. Yeah, Moose and I were cool. I, I, I have no issue with it. I, you, no. can, you can go work and do some shows with Joe and Evan or Evan. It was just Evan. That's fine. I've, I've got no issue with that. That's fine. Mike does a good job on our show. Yeah. Thank you. He does. Yeah, he does. Okay. What? Nothing. I don't, I, to be perfectly honest, I don't, I don't even you know I, I, I you know I I'm happy about the respect that I don't even need to be approached. 
No, this no, is not a, he did the right thing. He this is right not thing. a bogus scenario where oh. he's jumping over to the morning show Here with Boomer go. and Geo. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, he's working the room well, like he's Don Rickles. Well, that's true. Those are facts, my friends. Hey, right Geo, how are you doing this morning? Booms. <laughs> you need yes, a back room bar. over there? <laughs> that's some funny stuff. All right. Right. It was Here cute. Updates. No, that Take fun. it away. That was yeah, cute. That was very funny. That was very good. Look at Andrew. He's sitting there. His report is sponsored by Wrangler Outdoor. You should have won that Super Bowl. Made with durable fabric. would have rooted for you. Moisture management and UPF 30 protection. Wrangler Taylor Outdoor. should have dropped that football. Clothing with outdoor credibility and everyday versatility. Try them on today. Hey, Boomer, why did you pick number seven to wear? Why not eight? Mm. Are those the questions you you ask Andrew? You no, out with you, I don't know if you noticed, but we're not friends anymore. We're not allowed to have be friends anymore. No, I haven't noticed. I'm busy show right. prepping. What, what, what was there an issue? Boomer, when did you get rid of that blonde mustache? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? You just he actually I don't moved know his, what moved happened. His truck and you wouldn't move it. Like what happened? I don't know. You moved into the wrong spot, or did you actually you actually no, go get a vente uh, iced coffee or something? No, you don't know what happened. No. Mm. Are you doing their show anytime soon? And no, I'm keeping not. Keeping me and Moose in the dark? No, that's not a thing no. anymore. Why no. not? I don't know. Wow. Moose, you got to find out. You got the people. I, I'll try and... I'll I know you got the people. I don't think it's that hard. Moose will flush it out. Really? Then what is it? I don't, dude, you know me. I'm out of, out of the loop here. With all no, the there's just... It's not had... What is it then? Asked. If it's not that hard, then what is it? Oh, he hasn't been asked, Moose. Oh, it's a sense. No, but there's a reason why you haven't been asked. What's the reason? I was trying to be funny. Like, because you guys got so angry, they haven't asked me since then. I oh, it's awful! Oh, <laughs> oh my God, Andrew! Right. I, <laughs> again, I was kidding. Oh, I thought you were I'm serious. I'm kidding. I'm never no serious. Let me go. Do you have a Do you have a sponsor? I read it already. Okay, okay. we're well, done. It's good having you. We got a guest show uh, coming up here Take next. Care, we're going to welcome aboard Reed Forgrave. Thank you, Andrew. Take care, Andrew. Uh, well, that job well done this morning. Hell of an update. Tomorrow's donut day. Taz has got donuts tomorrow. Whoa, 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 whoa. I do, wait a minute. Yes. I do? Yes. Oh, bro. You got tomorrow. I got the following week. Thanks for reminding me. Where do I get them? Oh, you have to you give uh, drop a 20 on Billy. I think Billy will oh, go I get them. A lot of problems. Money ain't one of them. No problem. I know. I know. Problem. Can you get me a Boston cream? Not just one for you. Can you make it two? I got you, brother. You want Thank Boston you. cream? Is that your go-to? That's your go-to, right? Taz, we established, established this last, last week. Last right. week, you went out and took the last Boston cream because you knew it was my favorite donut. And you pointed out to Mike that I'm going to take this donut and eat it and walk into the studio. And it's the last one because I know it's Moose's favorite. That did happen. Right. Bro, how about this? And now you're worried about, you know, the fact that we, in the morning, it's not this joyous atmosphere. <laughs> I got a great idea. Between you and me, as yeah. we go to break, right. I'm going to get donuts tomorrow for everybody, and I'm going to get one flavor. Boston cream. That's it. There you go. 12. Reed Forgrave joins us next. Uh-huh. Talk a little NBA, hey. run around the league. Taz Moose on a Thursday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, NBA free agency, as we've been discussing all week long, gets going over the weekend, Sunday, 6 o'clock Eastern time. Reed Forgrave joins us now, uh, CBS Sports NBA writer and reporter. Does a fantastic job. Good morning, Reed. How you doing, buddy? Reed, what's up? What's up, guys? How are you? 
Do well, good, Reed. Man. I mean, we're doing well. Uh, you know, what do you, you know? How do you cut through? I mean, between the nonsense and, and what reality is now, as we ramp and get closer and closer to the official start of NBA free agency, I, I don't think you fully can. I mean, this free agency, there's so much chaos, there's so much uncertainty. We can say we think that Kawhi Leonard is going to stay in Toronto, but we really have no idea what's going on in Kawhi's head. Like that's. That's part of this. Like, you can read the tea leaves. Yeah, Kyrie is probably going to Brooklyn, but who knows with Kyrie? So this is, I mean, this might be the most consequential NBA offseason ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have almost half the league that can potentially be free agents during this period. So there's going to be so much that it's up in the air. It's kind of like uh, everything's up in the air. We're just going to let the chips fall where they may. So I, so I do think, and, and, and the other part about free agency is, like, there can be plans right now. But once the first domino falls, uh, that affects all the other dominoes. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I do think that, like, there is just so much uncertainty heading into this weekend. Well, perfect segue, because I, I wanted to ask you that, that Reed, about dominoes. You know, what, what do you think? Uh, what do you think the first domino to fall, what these major free agents will be? Who? Yeah, I think it's going to be Kawhi, just because I don't think Kawhi is one of those personalities who likes the courting who wants to have these long meetings with teams. I think Kawhi makes up his mind and goes with it. Whereas someone like Tyree, sort of a bizarre personality, his first time testing the free agent waters. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Tyree takes a bunch of meetings and drags this thing out uh, quite a while. You know, and well, you mentioned in terms of you don't think right now, um, Reed. You don't think Durant and you know all the all the big free agents. Let's look at the top three. You don't think Durant, Kawhi, Kyrie, those three in particular. You don't think they have a lean right now, sitting here Thursday morning, of where they'd like to end up and play in the future. Oh yeah, I think they all have a significant lean. It's not having made the decision already. I mean, these, are, these aren't just like, hey, where am I going to go play basketball the next four or five years? These are significant business decisions where you know, hundreds of people's lives are affected by this. Shoe companies, uh, you know, their agents, like all these things. Uh, so I think, you know what my guess is with Kevin Durant is that his mind was made up to go to New York. Uh, and then this Achilles thing, it just made him question things, made him wonder. So uh, I think with Kevin Durant, there is sort of that element of uncertainty around his injury and around, frankly, like the bonding that that team went through uh, during uh, while he was injured the first time and then the experience after it. But, uh, but yeah, I think these guys all have significant leans uh, at this point. Well, speaking of New York, uh, Reed, you know, with the Knicks, you know, uh, question. I mean, do you think James Dolan, uh, right? James Dolan, right now, is is a factor in not attracting free agents for for the Knicks? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, this organization has been a mess for I mean, at least the past decade, if not longer. Uh, you can look to the Carmelo Anthony acquisition as one moment where that team kind of really started a downward trend uh, because I don't think Melo is the type of superstar that you want to form a winning team around. Uh, but look, there's still the Knicks. It's still Madison Square Garden. If you're someone like Kevin Durant and you're like, look, I was I was sort of the nice guy of the league when I was in OKC. I, I, I took this villain turn when I joined the super team. 
now I'm writing the third chapter of my career. What better way to cement my legacy than by bringing a championship to the New York Knicks? Like, if you're Kevin Durant, I'm not sure how much James Dolan factors in that decision. You're bigger than James Dolan. But for every other player out there, yeah, absolutely. But I do think the Knicks have, they at least have an identity in their direction now, and they have a smart front office, and they're trying to trying to institute a good culture, and I think they've taken steps over the past year or so in doing that. So, uh, yeah, but James, James Dolan is definitely not, if you're making a pro and con list, if you're Kevin Durant, he ain't in the pro list. Uh, he's not on the pro list, but do you think Durant eventually ends up with the Knicks, Reed? i got to be like, my answer is I'm completely uncertain. A month ago, I would have said, yeah, he's definitely going to the Knicks. Right now, i got to be honest, I think he might stay in Golden State just because of that bonding experience, because he recognized the fragility of his career and his health. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe he blames that on Golden State, maybe he doesn't. My guess is from his few public utterances uh, after that injury, is that he doesn't. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I do think that team, uh, I saw it after game six in Houston when they beat the Rockets, uh, and KD had been injured the game before. Uh, I, saw, I saw it start then, and it went all the way through the playoffs where every single warrior was on message, right? Kevin Durant's the best player in the league. We need him to win the championship. You heard it from Clay. You heard it from Steph. You heard it from everyone, from Draymond, from that entire team. So I, I, I do think I, I do think that Kevin appreciates that he's someone who wants and needs to be loved, uh, which is probably his greatest character strength and one of his greatest character flaws. Uh, but yeah, my my guess is he probably stays in Golden State and his mind has changed over the past month and a half. Uh, so Reed, let me ask you. Uh... Jimmy Butler, you know, is this thing going to happen with the Rockets, you think? I mean, is it a risk that the Rockets have to take, you know, him leaving Philly? I mean, how do you think this thing plays out with Butler? Look, it's a big-time risk, right? you got to give up two of the following three players, Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker, Clint Capella. Capella, right. This is a team that has been on the cusp over the past two seasons where they easily could have won a title last year and then this season. Um, but Daryl Morey is a – he's ready for it. He wants to make big moves. So he is certainly going to try to make that happen. Does Jimmy Butler want that to happen? Do the Philadelphia 76ers want that to happen? We don't know yet about Jimmy. I'm guessing for the Sixers, it is absolutely not. They want to sign Butler. They want to sign Tobias Harris. But if the option is losing Jimmy Butler for nothing or getting something in return, then absolutely they want something in return. If you're the Rockets, I mean, you're taking on a significant risk with Jimmy Butler. He is... You know, an older free agent. You're signing to a four-year deal. Uh, he is, uh, let's call him, not the most dependable personality. I think Jimmy Butler is a winner. I think he can be incredibly charming when he wants to be. He can also be a jerk. I live in Minnesota, and I saw what he can do to a locker room. My guess is that he respects Chris Paul and James Harden enough that he doesn't bully them in the locker room. But there's a uh, combustibility to bringing Jimmy Butler on your team. And then there's also the, the injury question. Those three players, uh, that, that may be the best big three in the league, uh, but those three players aren't exactly the most dependable players when it comes to staying on the court. Reed, we have a, a, a literally a minute left here. Two players, quickly. Kemba, where does he land? Your best guess. And where does Tobias Harris land? Ooh, good questions. I think Tobias Harris ends up staying in Philly, especially if that Jimmy Butler trade comes through. Uh, with Kemba, 
I think it's a who knows question. I think the Dallas Mavericks could be a stealth team to come in there. I mean, Kemba has said he'll take less money to stay in Charlotte. I guess he wants to be on a 500 team for the rest of his career. Cool. Uh, good job, Kemba. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he's the best, I think, of those second-tier free agents. So, um, gosh, you know what? I, th- I think he's going to go to the Mavericks. I just think something about that makes sense. I do not think the Boston thing is real from Kemba's perspective. Uh, I think the Dallas Mavericks is sort of a dark horse would be really interesting. Reed Forgrave, CBS Sports, covers the NBA, writer, reporter. Hey, Reed, thank you so much for the time this morning. We appreciate it, and uh, enjoy the what will be an action-packed weekend starting Sunday night. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Reed. We've got it. Um, we'll get you on again real soon. Yeah. Good show. Oh. Terry Forgrave wrapping up the program. Mike Pete across the way. Bogus, your updates. Taz, fantastic as always. Oh, you're great, Moose. Everybody's great here. Everybody's great. We love everybody. Wonderful, wonderful, yeah, wonderful. Thanks for spending yeah, your Thursday morning with us. All right. Till tomorrow, everybody. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.